Can a radio show keep you safe and protect your rights? The verdict is yes. If it's Scott Weinberg on the law. Once again, here's attorney Scott Weinberg. First drunk driving, second drunk driving, it doesn't matter. If someone gets killed and you're in the car, the press is always against you. We're talking here with Mike Dennis, one of the top criminal lawyers around here in Macomb County who just represented Frances Dingle, a woman who pled guilty to second-degree murder and received 22 years for killing four teens. Mike, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Scott. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Unfortunately, though, it's such a tragedy. We just had uh, Eric Smith, the prosecutor, on, and he was talking about really the one of the worst scenes he's seen in in uh, his history, but also in the court, where even the judge was crying. Tell us what uh, what that scene was like in the court. Well, Scott, this is a, a tragedy for everybody involved. I mean, there's no winners out of this whole situation. Um, as Eric probably told you, there wasn't a dry eye in the courtroom. I mean, I looked over at cameramen and press people, and tears were coming down, and I know I welled up a couple times. It's just your heart pours out for all the players in this particular thing. Um, now, tell us about Frances Dingle. Did she have prior drunk drivings? She had one prior a number of years ago. Um, other than that, she'd been battling this disease from a very early age. Uh, in her teen years, she had been abducted, raped, and I think that was kind of the onset of her going down this path of addiction with the alcohol. You know, I mean, we, we're parents, and, and you always, it's one of your biggest fears. I mean, I, and I've represented as you other people that have been involved with drunk driving and drunk driving causing death. And it's always tragic on both sides. Both families are destroyed. Her family's destroyed, obviously. The kid's family's destroyed. It's the, it's a parent's worst nightmare to have your child killed. But, Everybody has to realize that everybody's families are destroyed. There's no winners in these kind of cases. Oh, a- absolutely, and, and it can happen to anybody. Right. You know, everybody wants to make a big deal about maybe my client's past or she was homeless, things like that. It's anyone who drinks gets behind the wheel, and a second your life could change forever. I mean, forever. It's true. I mean, it has nothing really to do. People think, oh, it only is going to happen, or it even happens more when you have prior drunk drivings. But I've represented people the first drunk driving, and they've been in these kind of accidents and caused death. It had nothing to do with whether or not they had a prior drunk driving. One drunk driving, it can be killed just like if it's your first. Absolutely. It could be just a tragic turn of events, put you in the wrong place at the wrong time, somebody else at the wrong place at the wrong time, and you've got that alcohol in your system. And now you've got liability and responsibility, and you're going to be charged criminally. In this kind of situation, was it was her family supporting her decision to plead? Because obviously she had a right to trial. She could have uh, exercised her constitutional right and put the families through it, but she chose not to. You know, Scott, we struggled with that. And, and I think I indicated during the sentencing that from the moment I met her, she was very remorseful regarding what occurred. Um, and in listening to her taped interview by the police the following morning in the hospital, um, that interview took place over about 25 minutes, and towards the end, the police said, well, you killed four people. She immediately broke down. And to this day, I don't think she's recovered from that. And one of the more touching moments in the courtroom, when all the families addressed Francis as, as part of the right to do so, they looked at her and showed pictures of the kids and said, I want you to remember my child. I want you to see my child's face, blah, 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 blah. And when my client got a chance to allocute, she turned and she pulled a picture out that I'd given her as part of the discovery package. It was four, four, probably three by five pictures of each of the kids. And she said, let me tell you something. You see this picture? I look at this picture every day. I pray for your kids every day. I know who your kids are. 
We're talking to Mike Dennis, one of the uh, top criminal lawyers here in uh, in Macomb County. You know, Mike, when you see these kind of cases, what is it that that you can say to your client in terms of when she's going away? Because I've had them before. They they realize they're taking responsibility. She got 22 years in jail in prison, so she knows. You know, predominantly her life is is going to be in the Michigan Department of Corrections. When when they go, do you sit down with the family and do they show that you know we we want to talk to these other families of the victims? Do we want to be able to tell them we're sorry? How, what's their reaction to it? Not her, but her families. Well, I mean, as a criminal defense attorney, you've got to limit what your client is going to say to anyone until you make the decision whether or not you're going to go to trial, because um, obviously you don't want them saying something that would hurt them if you did go to trial. And from the get-go in this case, Eric came out and said, you know, there's not going to be any plea offers in this case. And we attempted to, to make some plea uh, bargains, as you would say, um, that went back and forth, and he stuck to his guns on that. And there was some sentencing negotiation that was done with the judge. Um, this case, unlike some other cases, because it's one of the specified cases under Michigan law, that she could have been sentenced consecutively on. Right. And we had long discussions Personally, I think the second-degree murder was a bit much, but there was a factual basis, and a jury could have returned a verdict for that. But even if, if she had been acquitted on that and if she had been sentenced consecutively on the four deaths, uh, her beginning sentence under the guidelines could have started way above, way above what she ultimately got. Well, it's true. And as you know, criminal defense attorneys, many times what we do is we do as much damage control, especially even even if there's defenses when you have someone like this who wants to take responsibility, you still have to do as much damage control. And obviously she could have gotten the rest of her life in, in prison. We want to thank you, Mike, for joining us on the show. Hopefully we'll be able to have you back on. Thanks, Scott. Have a good day. Take care.